Are we muted? You're not coming out. You're not coming out. I'm listening on the on the stream. You're not coming out. Listening on the on the stream. You're not coming out. Welcome everyone. This is Recap Mania. It's Thursday night, and we're having technical difficulties well, like now, usual. We're back. I'm back. I'm back. And if you didn't hear my rant, Topo Chicos, fucking drink it. Mm, mm, bitch, you might even find someone or two. Woo! Another Thursday night edition of the episodic series of the Recap Mania. Retro Relapse eating the delicious burger and french fries that AKA his wife made. pulling a Seth Rollins tonight. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Taking it easy then, huh? Taking not, it no, easy. you know how Seth Rollins on Raw just came out? He was in Buffalo with all the Buffalo wings. That's right, that's right, that's right. But <laughs> you know what? Not to waste any time, we're going to jump right into it. We're talking, you know, we're recapping wrestling. What happened Friday on SmackDown? Friday Rampage. Saturday Collision slash Battle of the Belts. Monday Night Raw, a little bit of Tuesday Night NXT, and of course, Wednesday AEW Dynamite. I think the only, the couple of things I want to touch on for the SmackDown was, there's a lot of, there was a lot of things going on. They were starting to ramp up the storylines for um, SummerSlam, of course. And this week, I'm going to just give you the rundown of the shows, and then we can discuss a little bit. We had the Women's Championship match, the challenger, Bianca Belair versus... The champion, Asuka. We had the fallout of of main event Jey Uso with the Undisputed uh, Universal Championship Challenge. We had a U- United States Championship Invitational fi- uh, Fatal 4 match. AJ Styles versus Butch versus Santos Escobar versus Grayson Waller. And then we had Sheamus and Ridge Holland of uh, the Brawling Brutes versus Pretty Deadly. It was a pretty good card uh, as far as I can see. Obviously, we had the women's championship match, and I believe Asuka retained. She did. She retained because, well, I think who ran out with the the Money in the Bank briefcase? And they, Eos guy, baby. Eos guy tried to jump in, and Charlotte Flair was out there to make sure that that wasn't going to happen. She was like, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. No one's skipping a line in front of the queen. And she knows she got involved, and ultimately, Asuka pulled off the win like, she needed to. There's no reason to change the guard back to someone who had the belt that long and just needed to drop it. But overall, good women's match. It was pretty strong. Uh, again, they're building this storyline. It seems like it's going to become a triple threat match. Hell, Eos Guy might make it a fatal four-way match at, at SummerSlam. I don't know. Of course, it's always dealer's choice when you held the Miss Money in the Bank briefcase. So, mm-hmm. any any thoughts on that one? Hurry up and make it a triple threat. Yeah, it's gonna happen. They haven't announced week. it yet. I know it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn. <clears throat> slow burn. The 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 women keep you know interrupting each other. Oh, it's gonna be my turn now. It's gonna be my turn. And it turns into a big old cat fight, and that's cool. Bring the drama. You need it. You need it to carry the story. But some of us who were impatient Most just announced it that it's gonna be a triple threat and let them just build up to it till then. Exactly. Exactly. That's that, that's that's my take. I agree. 
next big, I would say next big moment or thing going on is, well, you got Jey Uso calling out Roman Reigns. And mm-hmm. he's saying that he's going to dethrone Roman Reigns. He is main event. He is the man. And this is still a solid, as much as people hate that this, this bloodline story has been drawn out for over a year. It's still one of the hottest things on SmackDown. Let's be realistic. And it does get a mm-hmm. lot of real estate as far as time. So, and it, and it's not a three hour show like raw. So it does take a majority of the show up, but, it's so it's such it's still such a good story. It's still building. Uh, Jimmy Uso got hurt from uh, Solo and Reigns last week. We'll say hurt. We'll do in quotation marks. But um, hey, it's been a it's still a strong storyline, and they're really building Jay up to to have a I would say a fighting chance of dethroning Roman Reigns. Is it gonna happen? Probably not. You know, but mm-hmm. it makes for a good story. It makes for good wrestling. And that's what, exactly what you're getting. I mean, the bloodline's still a hot, a hot commodity right now, and Jey Uso is just kind of establishing himself as a single competitor, and I'm okay with that. I th- I always thought when when Jimmy got hurt a couple of years back, that Jay would run solo. He did for a while, and he made a big splash, and that's why he he, he Roman Reigns dubbed him the main event. So, mm-hmm. how you feel about this storyline going on? If anything, Jimmy being away kind of gives him more time to. And it was probably requested time at the same time. That's how I feel about it. Through the sheets, it doesn't really say. But when you look at other things that are going on outside of WWE, uh, his wife, Naomi, Jimmy's wife, Naomi, Feel the Glow, ex-WWE, she's now the new Impact's Women's World Champion. So I'm pretty sure he was out there with her, supporting her backstage or in the background, you know, because obviously you don't want to see the talent on, on screen. She's making waves for herself. mm -hmm. Kudos to her. So so he's probably there and supporting her. And, you know, I'm pretty sure he has a couple kids not with her. But prior to, I think. think he has two kids from his previous relationship. So, And here we are, summertime. He's he's got to spend a little time with them. So it kind of, they gave him a balance. You play off a storyline, you got hurt, and then come back with it full force. Why not, right? And then enjoy your summer vacation with your kids. Well, next big thing is the fatal four-way match for the number one contendership for the United States Championship. Obviously, they haven't been doing much with Austin Theory. He kind of fell off right after WrestleMania with John Cena because, well, it all felt forced. John Cena was at, wasn't at 100%. He kind of They kind of looked like it was just like a, a one-sided match. It really was, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but Austin Theory is just fucking floating in water right now. He has essentially become the universal championship and that was a workhorse championship for a long time. So it's a little disappointing to see it where it's, where it's gotten at this point, but I feel like the people who are, are going after it could make it another working man's title. Right. I think mm-hmm. we're getting to that point and let's be realistic. We all know he's not on this match. He's not in this match and he didn't win this match. And uh, Pablo Escobar defeated styles, butch and Waller to advance to the finals. But I think we all know that it's going to be L.A. Night. Yeah. Yeah. That's Dummy. Only, yeah. That's the only logical choice at this point. And it looks like they're pushing for it because he went to the finals this coming week. This uh, Actually, tomorrow, there's another four-way dance and L.A. Night's in it. It only makes sense for him to go to it. Him and Pablo Escobar. 
or Pablo Escobar, Santos Escobar, <laughs> go go for who was the number one contender? LA Knight has to get that win in the bag, and then he goes on to SummerSlam to fight Austin Theory. And again, you gotta be a dummy if you don't see what the what's right on the wall, what the right on yeah. the wall is. So they need to let him have it. They need he's organically over. And there is one thing that WWE cannot produce is someone getting organically over with the fans. And what helped him on top of everything else is social media. People are going nuts on him right now, especially going back and finding out some of the older stuff that he's done. I've been seeing it myself where they find old fucking car commercials and other things yeah. that he would do, little B movies, B things that he was doing to get into, you know, you got, you got to pay the rent. You, you, I mean, you got to put gas in your car, right? So he's out there doing a, a few things or whatever he has to get on screen just to put his character out there. And hey, man, it's he's over. Like it or not, if you don't like him, Jesus. don't matter. If, Everybody if, else does. If you've been living under a rock, go just go to YouTube and put Madison Square Garden LA Night, and you can see how over this dude is. Very Notoriously over. known for being one of the hardest crowds, New York, at the yep. Garden. And people are just fucking mouthing and fucking just going for whatever Ellie Knight says. Yeah, dummy. Everybody says mm-hmm. L A Knight, and I think that's that's a clear front runner. Mid card belt, regardless of of how you feel about it, could be the perfect platform to shoot him to the main event. Mm-hmm. And I and I feel what the United States Championship has been in the past could do that just for him you know if there's only if there's yeah. anything that sucks about the situation is the fact that he's 40 he's it's 40. a late bloomer in wwe's eyes and they don't like him when they're older especially holding championships because they know it's a risk factor he's, he's a safe so worker over. he's just so over it's, it's... oh no by, by all means he's a safe worker he's a good worker but they worry about their their injuries of course of course way more than aew not gonna lie that's my what we opinion. talked about that list last week, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. So, yeah. but it, it <laughs> yeah. So, I want to see it happen. All right. Because he needs, if he's saying or telling people that he don't know how much time he has left, what he's going to do with himself or he's going to do something else, you might as well do it now here while you can. Of course. And I think this is Take a, the title, run with said, it. You said it perfectly. Now is the time, right? Let's not waste it. He holds the belt at the end of the summer, going into the fall, and and the kind of reaction he's getting from the crowd, the same way that Dominic Mysterio is getting that reaction from the crowd, you can't, you can't produce that. That just naturally happens, and obviously it's all of us as fans who make who who can alter someone's career path. And LA Knight's, he's he's it right now, and if he's not going to be going after that. Universal Championship and not get squashed, obviously. This is the next best thing. It really is. If he's not a tag team, this is the next best thing for him to hold gold and run with it. So, but let's jump into some Rampage. I know you got that pulled up, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, dummy. Mm. Fucking swallow that fucking burger. Mm. It's so good when it hits the lips. (laughs) Gonna Gonna have a nice little Thursday night drinking Topo Chico eating mm. some burger and french fries, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I don't know what to do with my hands. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, let's get it so, going. Shoot that I'm, getting, getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there, but I'm getting there. So, we did have quite a few matches on uh, Rampage. I'm looking at the card. Anything that sticks out bit. to you? Honestly, no. Well, uh, naturally, Limitless versus uh, Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange. Cool Hand Ange. It was a good match. You know, they bring a little bit of entertainment. They are sports. That's why those boys are... Entertainers. Exactly. That's why those boys are in JAS, or what it will almost formally be known as JAS, yeah. or was building up or getting ready to climax to the formerly known as JAS. But uh, nonetheless, it was a good match between the two. Just seeing them being... Their aggressive, silly selves. Just, it, it was a good match. It was a good match. Um, Lance Archer versus Trent Beretta wasn't a squash, but it felt like it was. But it's just to kind of push uh, Lance, get him back on TV. And uh, I mean, I think my big takeaway from this is don't let Jake the Snake Roberts fucking talk on the goddamn mic, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad he's off the fucking whatever he was on. But Oxygen. I can't, I, can't talk, I can't understand what the fuck he's saying. You know, but, uh, he was going through some shit. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, hey, Lance Archer's a fucking strong opponent, and him having his eyes on Orange Cassidy for the international belt. You know, watch out. This might be, in, WWE, in AEW terms, this might be coming to the end of <coughs> Orange Cassidy's run. Or might be another big stepping stone for him. Again, this kid, he's been doing it. He did lose this mm-hmm. past week to Danny Garcia and Sammy Guevara last week and the, the the blind limiter match. But other than that, as a singles competitor, he's been tearing it up. So, yep. you know, again, good stepping stone or a good transition to hopefully something bigger and better. And and even though international we belt's a big belt. We don't need Lance Archer with a belt. We don't, but... I think they're they're trying to push someone who is bigger in stature than Orange Cassidy is, obviously, to make it if he wins, and I think that's what they're leaning towards, to give him more credibility. He he already well, fucking has it. Let's be realistic. Orange Cassidy already has it. He has it so much so that he has swayed me to be a fan of him. And I never thought I just thought he was garbage. I really did. So I'll I'll admit it here on 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 camera now. Like I thought mm-hmm. he was shit, and this past year. He's been fucking. He he changed my mind on him as a wrestler. So, I well, think without I, you going too far into it, Lance Archer did challenge o, uh, Orange Cassidy for the belt at Battle of the Belts, which followed happened the following day, and we'll get there in just a second because I know you want to go more on into it. But you know, if we're if we're gonna take the time to to kind of run through things and shut up. But one thing that that did happen that I was also un, unhappy with: Taya Valkyrie versus Izzy McQueen. I mean, to, to me, I, I, I get, yeah, it, it's one thing that's really, up, uh, what grinds my gears, what grinds my gears? Yes. <laughs> Between Rampage, Collision, and uh, we did have a pay-per-view, a TV pay-per-view Blood and Guts on Wednesday Dynamite this past. You're starting to see some stars get squash matches, and I don't understand why. I do understand that they want to, they're trying to give them on TV, but they don't want to give them too much time. So they give them a squash, they give them a local talent. It gives a chance for local talent to be on TV. Great. You got to have your local talent showed out. That way you can say, hey, man, I was there. I, I've been on there. I've touched it. I know what's up. Cool. But 
without getting too far into the week on uh, Dynamite, Britt Baker came out and she fought a local talent. That match is over in three minutes. Why, Tony Khan? Why? You know why. You know why. Britt Baker just came off a loss to Ruby Soho. She needs a fucking dub. Right? AEW's about wins and losses. So well, why know, a scrub dub? Because right now all the other why women are in dub? other programs. Other women are focused on other shit. You know that. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and how about this? Any other woman in the AEW locker room have other things going on for them. You have uh, the Outcast. You have Willow. You have uh, Sky Blue. You have uh, what's that that uh, Asian woman's name? Like they they got little things going on. Like nothing crazy. Nyla Sheeta. Rose, Sheeta. So mm-hmm. they got they got their 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 feet in other things. And you right now, let's be realistic. Breakbacker doesn't have anything for her outside of the, mm-hmm. the Owen Hart tournament that finished. Like there was nothing else for her to go into. So let's give her a squash match again. Like you said, get her on TV. You know, again, AEW kind of just kind of flops a little bit on the women's wrestling, but. You have a great champion in fucking Skylander. Mm-hmm. Or Statlander. My bad, Skylander. Statlander. And then you have the women's champion, Tony Storm, who is part of a faction. So they got themselves kind of established as far as what's going on for them. It's just for your other big players, you need you need something. And the squash match is just, again, like you said, something to get them on TV. So I, I, dig, I digress. Let's, let's finish this uh, collision Going uh, Athena versus Willow Nightingale for the semifinal oh, fuck tournament. That. Fuck Owen Hart. Yes, and we yeah. know Willow won, and and I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm done with Rampage. Yeah, yeah. I'm done Rampage. No, let's talk about your fucking favorite wrestler losing to fucking Ricky Starks. Let's talk about that. Well, well, how that, about that? That, how, that how about bring, that? How about that? How about that? You know what, dummy? Yeah. That brings us to Collision, and uh. Yeah. Wait, wait. Was 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 Battle of the Belts? Was it after? Was after Collision? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it started off with with them in the ring. So we had the AEW World Tag Team Championship on the line in a two out of three falls match. FTR the champs versus Juice Robinson and Jay White. Bullet Club. Gold. What a banger! Great Bullet, match. Right. Bullet Club. What a what a banger of a match to start off that that episode. Son of a bitch, dude. They they went Pun they went intended. for it. Pun intended. Banger, right? With the Bullet Club. Fucking great mm-hmm. match. They can, went for it. This is for the first time, and I said a couple weeks ago, FTR wasn't doing it for me, man. I didn't see why they were champions. Not that because they're not great wrestlers. They are. It's mm-hmm. just they were they weren't they were fucking just they were just lingering, and they finally had some real opponents in Bullet Club Goat, Juice and Switch. And now you see why they're fucking champs. They're fucking mm-hmm. phenomenal wrestlers. Nothing to take away from Bullet Club Gold. They're fucking also phenomenal wrestlers. But they're more characters than FTR. FTR is straight, straight lace, punch you in the goddamn jaw wrestlers. Bullet Club Gold is they're gonna punch you in the face, cheat. They're gonna fucking, they're gonna fucking yap, and they're gonna get the crowd entertained. So you got a, yep. you got, you got the mixture of both. Great, like you said, great match. I love this match. This is this is something where I was like, "There's the FTR, there's the mm-hmm. FTR that fucking AEW signed." So, mm-hmm. and this and this puts this puts Bullet Club Gold in prime position to kind of maybe not right away, but in the near future, kind of just swoop back in because they had a solid two out of three match, and they did get the pinfall. 
So let's not forget that. They still got a pinfall. They got the yes, first pinfall on a two out of three match. So this is this is enough for them as as arrogant as they portray their characters to be like, dude, we got the win over you. Let's let's just let's just say what it is. If this is a, a one it's our fault for doing a two out of three, but we got the first pin, so technically we, we're champs. So mm-hmm. I can see that direction, but nonetheless, great match. What's the next what's another match on that on that collision? The women's tournament final, Ruby Soho versus Willie 90, Willow Nineteen Gale. I hate her name. I stopped saying fucking bitch. Well, you knew what this was, right? They're mm-hmm. former, former, former tag team. We'll 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 say quote unquote best friends. Willow Knight goes to face Ruby Soho's got other shit going on with the Outcasts. She gonna run with it. Will Knight go gets it, and that's what it is, right? We'll we'll, we'll skip this match. Hmm. Kings of the Black Throne versus two jobbers. Again, they put something to get they, them something to get them on TV, right? They put them on TV. Malachi and Brody King were on TV. They're representing their brand. And then it was just them just toying around with two jobbers, two locals. And then Dorado came out to taunt as the match was ending. Wasn't a big match, wasn't a long match, but yeah. It's working their program. You know what it is? I feel like, as crazy as it sounds, you call it spooky fall. Well, it's a perfect way to end the summer with fucking Alistair, Murphy, and Brody going into the fall with a championship with a little bit more competition because everyone else who is a legitimate competitor got other shit going on. actually a legitimate competitor that's going to happen next week. Oh, who's next week? On Collision. There's a title match for the House of Black trios belts versus the acclaimed with daddy ass. So there you go. So you're building up to something. You're building up to something. And I'm okay with that. I like I like the acclaimed. I like daddy ass. Like you're building up to something. It's perfect. You're, you're, you're going that route because I feel like the House of Black is going to carry it into the fall and then lose it to someone. And that's okay. Oh, of course. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, spooky fall, right? That's House of Black all fucking all day. So, mm-hmm. so the match of the night for Collision was CM Punk versus Ricky Starks in the Owen Hart Foundation Men's Tournament Final. And yes, kudos CM I'll, Punk I'll say, lost. Kudos to Punk bowing out. Right? He he pre another again, just like the week pre uh, previously, him versus Samoa Joe. He had good chemistry with Ricky Starks. Good yes, way to did. put over young talent. Someone mm-hmm. who needs the accolade. CM Punk don't the need the accolade. He, mm-hmm. he don't need the accolade. So kudos on him. Ricky Starks wins the tournament. And that kind of puts him in a prime spot. Maybe just for the summer. Maybe going into the fall. However, they, however AEW plays it. What to, to it looked like they played out with the win was a cheat win. And it looks like they're going to push for a program between the two. And that's okay. So it gives CM Punk something to do. And it helps put Ricky over. It's okay. It's okay to go back and forth on that one because right now, mm-hmm. again, all your big stars are either hurt or they got other shit going on. They really do. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of stuff. I mean, AEW puts a lot of content out and there's a lot of shit going on. So, mm-hmm. but cool. Now, from there, we jump to Raw. I think the biggest takeaway... Oh, Battle of the Belt 7, oh, which happened Belt, afterwards. You had uh, Lance Archer versus Cassidy. Uh, Lance worked the shit out of Cassidy and uh, Orange won. Um, how was that match? I didn't see this paper. This, uh, (laughs) 
Jake the Snake was uh, uh did grab Cassidy trying to give him a DDT and, and Lance Archer was like, Nope, I'm gonna win it my way and then that's when all the extra nonsense happened back in the ring leading to uh Orange winning. Someone trying to get their spot. This vet yep. this vet trying to get their spot causing and, and the other guy just fucking it up. Like so, usual. Per you Tony Storm versus Taya Valkyrie for the women's championship. And uh it was a good match because you actually got to see Taya Put out more, especially versus Tony, but Tony came out on top. Tony's still a strong champion. Well, yeah, a lot of people don't like her. I know a lot of let, people don't let, like let, her. Let's put it okay. Tony, Tony came out on top, but we didn't know because the stream got interrupted, so it was incomplete. Oh, but it's assumed, and they show that Tony Storm did retain, or they called off the match because they couldn't. Right before the ending was getting ready to happen, like at least the last two minutes or minute left, and. The, the stream messed up and it went to commercial. It came back and it was showing a piece of uh, the last show. It was showing a piece of collision. And I was like, did I change the channel or something happened? Something happened with my DVR recording? No, it they did that on purpose and then they came back to it because they were having uh, uh, issues. Technical difficulties like we always do in this show. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, Pretty there much. Go. There you go. But hey, yes. like you said, good match. Another strong women's showing, right? As much as you might not like either or those competitors strong showing going into this coming pay-per-view for AEW all in in Wimberley stadium in London. So, Hey, strong, strong showing for a champ. Obviously she's always got her rascals with her, the outcasts, but I digress. Uh, one more match that was on there. Luchasaurus versus Sean Spears for the TNT title. And Luchasaurus came out on top, but it was just, you know, uh, there wasn't a lot of time left uh, on the broadcast for the match, so it was kind of, it was kind of very quickly paced, and Luchasaurus came out on top. It's a given that he's not gonna drop his Christian Cage's TNT title just yet, so no. you know he's not gonna drop that anytime soon. But hey, yep. nonetheless, hey, that sounds like Jump. a solid, solid, uh, free pay per view you got on TV. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, it wasn't bad for being a uh, three hours on a Saturday night. Perfect, perfect. So we go into Raw, WWE Raw. Raw. And I think so, the there's a couple of big takeaways on this one. Clearly, a uh, WWE is moving forward with Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. And, you know, I think this is where Cody Rhodes finally gets a clean win. This is where he establishes himself to go make a run for something, right? Mm-hmm. Make a run for something, a belt, just to hold gold. Um, another big takeaway from this has to do with women. It sounds like it's a week of women wrestling. Yep. We had Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan against Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. And, well, hell, we got new women's tag team champions. We got some heels holding the championships. And I believe I said that. I believe I said that. So, hey, kudos to them. I think it was a great match, no matter how it turned out, no matter how you feel about any of those women, hey, those women's wrestling. It's It was a strong match. It was a strong match. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know who pulled it out on this one. And then, of course, you have... Gunther, the IC, almost breaking records, title holder. ICUP. ICUP versus Matt Riddle. Another hard-hitting match, but you don't expect anything less from Gunther. And he just had his Money in the Bank repeat version, too, with Matt Riddle. A second match and a rubber match. I won't say rubber match, but just another Gunther win. And it was, you got exactly what you got. Chops, body slams, some some random submissions, and there you go. It's pretty solid. I enjoyed this uh, Raw. Even three hours, they filled it with some 
some good wrestling. You got the Alpha Academy Viking Raiders just continuing that match, that, that feud for SummerSlam because the Viking Raiders pulled that one off. You had Nikki Cross versus Shayna Blazer. You had The Miz TV, of course, coming out. You had Shinsuke versus Bron, uh, Bronson Reed. Again, more buildup for SummerSlam to fill the card because this is one of their four pillar matches. But you had Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus The Judgment Day. Another good match. Another good way to put Judgment Day on TV. Right? Just like mm-hmm. just like the tag team Undisputed Champions, they seem to be on both shelves. Doesn't really fucking matter at this point. But... Or most shows, we'll say. But, of course, Sammy and Kevin retain. And there you go. You run, you run that route. You, you, you're you putting still solid B-plus television out. Building up to your pay-per-view. And now, mm-hmm. we talk about just a little bit. Tuesday night, NXT. We talked about it last week. We talked we about did. how we have Senor in the bank. Damian Priest of uh, the fucking Judgment Day. We have... The Women's World Heavyweight Champion in Rhea from the Judgment Day. We have Finn Balor. Doesn't need any belts, but would love to get that World Heavyweight Championship belt, which is loading up for SummerSlam versus Seth Rollins, part Therese. Yep. But, you know, we talked about, what about Dominic? Maybe he needs just some random-ass belt to hold gold and, and let... The bloodline's over, right? There's no more dominant faction. But Judgment Day is a pretty dominant faction. And, well, mm-hmm. hey, uh, this past Tuesday, Dominic Mysterio shows up on NXT with Rhea Ripley, Dominic, uh, with Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Finn Balor and Damian Priest beat the shit out of Carmelo Hayes just for good measure. And uh, Dominic Mysterio challenges Wesley for the North American Championship. And what do you know it? He pulls off the win, and now he is your new NXT American North, North, North American, North American Champion. champion. So with the help of the judgment day, of course. but it worked out in beautiful fashion. Mommy getting the big hit with the belt, with her belt over, uh, who's the one with the, who's the one with the belt? Wesley. 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 Yeah. You know what? Hey, oh, man, I, I wish he would go to AEW. Yeah. He would bring the rascals and they just go to yeah. AEW. WWE is doing a good job about incorporating main roster talent in NXT it's, it's been it's been solid, you know. Not I mm-hmm. I feel like NXT is its own entity, but they've been doing a good job about throwing it in there. So kudos to them. But we got one last pay per view. We'll say TV pay per view. Blood and guts. AEW Dynamite. There's only three matches. Started off. There's only three matches. With Jungle Jungle Boy is no more. He is now just Jack Perry. It okay. opened up with the seat with with the vignette of him dragging Jungle Boy and burying him in the sand out in the middle of nowhere. Covered him up, took off in his limousine, he comes out to some classical music, and now he is Jack Perry. Versus FTW Champion Hook for the FTW belt. And we got to see the heel side of Jack Perry. He played dirty. Hints and rubbing, I mean, more than hints. I think they sprinkled a lot of Christian and MJF on him for this one. Oh, yeah. Because he came out on top, taking the belt away from Hook. Stole the win. And Taz was mad the whole and new, rest of the show. New FTW new. champion. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that Jack Perry needed this turn to get rid of the moniker of Jungle Boy for the past four or five months. Even before the Four Pillars match at the last pay-per-view. And mm-hmm. it finally happened. And although it's not a recognized championship, having gold on this arrogant, cocky kid, 
the 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 new persona he's he's carrying, it's perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. That sets up a program for the rest of the summer with Hook, which is good for both of them, right? Because they weren't doing anything. Good yeah, for both of them, and it gets eyes on on that championship, unrecognized yep. or not, it still gets eyes on that championship. Good match. I liked I liked the turn. I liked how he he just went. He leaned into the full heel again. And he came out victorious. So kudos to mm-hmm. kudos to Jack Perry. We already t- spoke about Britt Baker, and the uh, local talent was Kayla Sparks, or the unknown was Kayla Sparks. Uh, horrible match. The blind eliminator tag team tournament final dance off M- or match. MJF and Adam Cole versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. And what should have been just a banging match started off with a dance off that was. Very, very sports entertaining. From all of them, I this, all of them. This is showing all sides of sports entertainment from all four wrestlers. It was funny. I enjoyed it. The vignettes with with Adam Cole and NJF are still fucking solid gold right now. They're they're finally leaning to these storylines. And you again, we talk about dance partners. We know Danny Garcia and, and uh, Sammy have been part of JES, and you know they had to, they they they. Are a solid team, and you started seeing throughout the weeks that MJF and Adam Cole have become a solid team. So, mm-hmm. great way to start the match. Something silly, and then it got into work. And of course, MJF, Adam Cole. Did win. you not see how over they were with the crowd there that night? Everyone was chanting for them. Everyone was chanting their names. Everyone was chanting along with them for the double clothesline. And every time they tried for it, and uh, the attempts were the the fail attempts happened, the crowd was just so into it because they wanted to see it. Come on, MJF loves to push a basic move as a big over the top thing, and a lot of people were like, "Man, that's stupid," but it's smart. It's very smart. So the fact that they got a double clothesline over with the crowd, and they didn't hit their power finishers, uh, and they still got over with the one two three. Every single person, or just about every single person, especially when they pulled on the wide shot, was on their damn feet. That, Kudos. That's 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 credit to MGF getting yes, this shit together. That's 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 just credit to all the wrestlers involved. The talent in that one match is AEW's future. It really mm-hmm. is, right? It really young is. guys who can wrestle, but can, who can also entertain and also get mm-hmm. the crowd participating in what they're doing. We are running out of time for this episode without having to go to a commercial break and run this out. We did have the big main event match, which was the Blood and Guts, Black BCC, Blackpool Combat versus Golden Elite. My 20-second spiel. This should have been on a bigger pay-per-view, but at the same time, I felt it kind of drew out a little bit. But the Golden Elite come out on top with the Vengeance. Showing their darker side or what they could do. Hopefully, this is the end, but I feel like it's not. This is leading up to all in in London. Something the Golden Lovers, the Golden Elite, BCC, finish out the summer with this. This you know, I'm with you right there. Drawn out, although a great match, although a great mm-hmm. match, and, and you got everything. You got you got color, you got 
drama, you got story, you got wrestling, you got weapons, you got weapons, you got you got a little bit of everything. You got unison uh, backflips on tacks or whatever. Thumbtacks. This match had you everything. Got tables. You got you got you had everything, and it it, it closed out the weeks leading into the pay-per-view. Maybe they won't show up on TV. Maybe they'll live in yet. Whatever the case may be, stay tuned because, well, it's loading up for All In and, you know, I'm here for it. Whether it's drawn out, whether you feel like it's overdrawn or it's just too much or, okay, same thing about Bloodline and WWE. It's, it's working right now. It's working right now with mm-hmm. the crowd. But nonetheless, I digress. Great rest, great, great week of wrestling. It's a long week, but it was fun. But, uh, of course, we appreciate you tuning in live another Thursday night, an episodic series of the Recap Mania podcast. You want to watch back? Twitch VODs, Spotify with video, iTunes, YouTube, Apple Play, and of course, the socials of the Recap Mania. I'm retro. Re- I'm, I'm not retro relapse. That dude's retro relapse. That's me today. I'm, Maybe you tomorrow. I'm Randizzle. This is Recap Mania. The podcast. The head's back, brother.